Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're live in the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is more than a house. It's a personal paradise. Get yours with Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Our toll-free line, 855-212-4CBS. Brought to you by GEICO. Great news. You can save a bunch of money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com. And in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more. On your car insurance. So, Brian Cashman announced that uh, Aaron Hicks is going to have Tommy John surgery at the end of the month, next week. And um, Tanaka had surgery to remer- um, remove a bone spur. Excuse me, and Lu- uh, Luke Void had a, a core muscle surgery. Both Tanaka and Hicks are expected back. Uh, or, you know, it's got to be Void. Hicks isn't coming back in the spring. He's having Tommy John surgery. He'll be out a year, right? So I got to tell you, though, I know a lot of people like him, and he's they gave him $70 million. You remember that? I don't think he's that good. I'll be honest with you. I, I think they could live without him. And, I, you know, they like him, so he's not going anywhere, but he's having Tommy John, so he's going to be he's gonna be out a year. <laughs> I'm not... Uh, overly sold on him as a player, to be honest with you. Mafia, do you think he's that good? Hicks? I think he's a good player. He's, you know, one of their probably better defensive outfielders with the other guys they have out there, but I don't think he's, you know, he used to have an army. He used to have an army, could throw guys out. Well, that's going to be a little bit of an issue now. We'll see how he comes back with that. Right. So I just, I don't think he's. Um, I, you know, I mean, obviously they had a great season when he was hurt for a lot of it. So it's not like they need him per se, but he's a big, you know, he could be a piece defensively and help them out when, you know, timely hitting from time to time. But we'll see how he comes back with that arm now. So uh, Carver High, that he's gone for a year. What does that mean for them in the outfield? What will they do? Because your boy Softy never plays, so they got to count him out too. He never plays a game the whole year. Uh, Stanton. Yeah, th- th- their situation is going to be they're going to need to get somebody because. Gardner's done with them, isn't I can't, he? I can't bring Gardner back again. I, I think that if you bring Gardner back, you're you're doing what you did this year with CC. You're going one year longer than you. you he shot. Two. Right. And now he, he had 20 homers this year, whatever. I, I don't care. But last year, what was it, 27? You know, it's – I just – they. I think it's time to move on from there. And I know he's played his whole career with the Yankees. It's very sentimental, whatever the deal is. You got to end it. This is what it is. But here's the bigger problem. No Hicks now. Stanton never plays. Do you let Frazier come up finally? Well, here's the thing. I, they're not going to be – they can't trade Frazier this offseason now. You know, they they could not like him. They could not like what he does or how he acts or any of that stuff. They need to take him, bring him out to the outfield, get their best people involved, and turn him into a better defensive player because he was a hack out there this year. When he got opportunities, he's j- diving at balls nowhere near him. He's – He's not good defensively. There's no doubt about it. But he is talented, and he can hit. 
He can rake. You yeah, know that. I know he can rake. So they need to get him in an outfield all winter. And work on him. With somebody, I don't care who it is, and work on him in the corners and make him a better outfielder because you're going to need him next year with no Hicks, no Guardy probably, Stanton never playing, and you're still going to need to get somebody else on top of that. You know, it's just it is. What, what did it you is. think of his argument with uh, Sweeney Murdy? I got to tell you, I didn't really think it was an argument. I I thought that it was fair. Um, Sweeney maybe going with the passed on them line at the beginning is what he said to Cash. He said, "You passed on these guys," which factually isn't very true. And he's like, "I didn't pass on them. I made offers." Was was, Ka- was Cashman a little defensive maybe about it? Maybe a little bit, but I thought the back and forth was was fair between it and and he didn't pass on him. He did make offers on the guys. It's not like Cashman got called up on all three of those guys by either teams or agents and said, ah, yeah, you know what, do I'm not, I'm not that, interested. Do you think that uh, Cashman will, uh, because they have so much power, uh, the Yankees, that he'll give uh, the boss here a call and try to get uh, Sweeney in trouble? No, 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 no. He's got a long relationship with Sweeney. Sweeney's been doing this. I know he has for twenty years. So he has no bra. I mean, but like you can't. I thought they... it was fair, and 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 he kept going. He he had a back and forth with him for five minutes there. Because I love Sweeney. Clip. Don't get me wrong. I love Sweeney. I'm just saying, like I could see them because they get mad about everything. Yeah, but that's a different thing that happened today. That is, you know, a, a good discussion that they had about it's because. If it was worded a little bit differently, it's a legitimate question. You know, you're you're watching guys that you had an opportunity to get the last two years in the World Series right now, and you're home for the, again this year. So maybe not saying passed on them was the right way to say it, right. but I think it's legitimate to say because because this is all leading to what's going to go on this this winter. Are they going to give you know three hundred fifty million dollars to Garrett Cole? That's what this is all. Do you gonna think they're going to do it? I think they're going to go after him, but. Like we said uh, earlier this week, last week, every week, the Yankees didn't lose two years ago because of pitching, and they didn't lose this series because of pitching. They lost because the guys that rake from April to September don't hit when it matters. That is why they lost, bottom line. And you could go get all the pitching you want. Those same guys are going to be there next year, and they're not going to hit or not play in Stanton's case. Joe Espada was in San Francisco uh, to interview again, I guess, uh, with the Giants. Uh, he had already had an interview, apparently, with them in a phone interview. How funny is that, that guy? Uh, how about just... all these guys? Uh, and I get it. You want to make sure you got the right guy, do all that. Like, second interviews, third interviews. Like, how many times do you need to talk to the guy? Same I... thing with the Mets. They're bringing everybody in for the second time, and they're bringing – like – just figure out which guy you want. And what do you think happens with Taubman after he got fired? Uh, do you think he's done? He'll never work in baseball again. Pretty much done in baseball. He'll be done in baseball. He'll do something else now. Because it, no, he'll never be a GM, I know that. He'll never be a GM. Is it Willie five years from now? Will somebody quietly bring him back in? Maybe. Um, but they, they, he's... How could you? But look, the players get to play again, right? I, I mean, it's who who actually commit these things, correct? Yeah, but uh, front office executive making fun of domestic violence. I think it would be highly unlikely. Yeah, I don't think so. 
all the time. You just said it. Like these guys get second life all the time. I mean, they're not going to bring him back, and he's not going to get hired as a GM straight out the gates. I wouldn't be surprised if they behind the scenes role. You know, not a big press release about this guy coming in, but he's brought in some special advisor or you know some assistant to the GM or something like down. You know, a year or two, three, whatever. I mean, you mentioned the other night when you saw the commercials, your boy Billy Bush was on the Trump tape. You know, pretty much joking about sexual assault. Fired. Run out. You know, tarred and feathered. Couple years later, all of a sudden he's back on TV, isn't he? He's right back on TV again, no problem. This guy could easily get hired in a, you know another year or two and behind the scenes somewhere where they're not putting him out there and letting people know that he's there doing any kind of job. What a huge statement for the Warriors tonight of who they really are now after all these guys have left uh, Golden State is that they are getting absolutely lit up by the Clippers. They're down 19 points right now. At home with nine minutes left in the third. I mean, this could get really ugly. They look like, honestly, like bottom feeders. They are playing legitimate last place basketball tonight. They look That's what they look like. They look like an absolutely terrible basketball team. I mean, I can't even believe what I'm watching. I mean, they look terrible because they're playing the team that's probably going to be one of the best in the league, if not – definitely in the West, if not the league. They're probably going to be, you know, title contenders. So, I think they're – better than what they're looking like in this first game. I think as the season goes on, they'll be a team that's middle of the pack. You know, they'll play against the teams that are mediocre to good. They'll be okay against and they'll have good scraps against. But when they play teams like the Clippers, yeah, then they'll get smacked around a bit. You know, if they play Denver, they'll probably get beat up by the size that they have. By the way, Beverly's just driving Curry nuts tonight. And he's got him – he's under his skin so bad. They just called a foul on Curry in the backcourt. Uh, on Curry running over Beverly. Beverly got the call, and Beverly just talks so much smack the whole game. He's just been running his mouth and getting people angry, and he's so good defensively. He's just they call fouls on Curry. That's not allowed, is it? No, it's not allowed, but they just did, and Curry can't even believe it. He's got that look like, I can't even fathom you just called that on me. Meanwhile, he ran over him. He, he literally ran, ran into him and then ran over him. I mean, what do you got to do, step on his face? Before he acknowledges that it, it could have been on him, it was on. It was a good call, and I got to tell you, Beverly will drive anyone nuts. He's so good defensively; he will just absolutely knock you right out of your game and get inside your head and eat you alive. And he's one of the few guys in the NBA that pretty much plays defense first. He's a you know true point guard where he's going to run the offense for the other guys, not look for his, his shot first, and then going to play defense on their guy. That's his whole game. His whole game is defense, and so is Avery Bradley's on the Lakers. He was playing on this team last year. He was on the Clippers, and he's another defender extraordinaire. Right. It's too few of those guys in the NBA these days. I think you're going to see a lot more of this from Seth this year, this frustration, because he's not used to this. Sure, in the early days they were bad, but it's been a long time since he didn't have all-stars surrounding him where he can do whatever he wanted because there's so much tension on other guys. Everything's going to be focused on him this year. He's going to be frustrated. I can't even believe how bad they look. I mean, they look absolutely laughable. I mean, they have nothing. They are doing nothing right. They lost so much. You know, we talk about, obviously, Durant and Thompson being out, but you, you can't write off the contributions of Iguodala, of why would you know, they Livingston, even, of honestly, all these Why would they even get rid of McKinney? I mean, he's as good as Looney. No one no one thinks so. They just got rid of him, too. You know, that I think they're lean in size, too. They got Looney, they got Green. They have nothing else size-wise. And I just don't think they look good at all. I mean, I don't even think. I know. They look terrible. They don't even look like – I don't even know who that is. I'm watching a team I, I don't even recognize. I mean, they look like the Phoenix Suns. 
They do. They look that bad tonight. It's unbelievable. Right. They got Coley Stein and brought him in, but he's out right now injured. So that, that'll be a nice piece when they get him back, but it's going to take a while for that. And the, the problems, Durant leaves, Thompson blows out his knee. It is unbelievable what's happened to him. And you know what? I have no problem with it. I got sick and tired of them, to be honest with you. Actually, I take that back. Coley Stein's in light shooting workouts, so he'll be back not too far down the road. Do you know, like, they have dominated the NBA for, like, what, the last six years? Yeah. So they to see them be this inept is a story in itself. They look literally like that, it's over. The, the window has shut completely on that dynasty. That's over. I mean, look at them tonight. And don't tell me this is like some uh, fad. This is legit. Like, I'm looking at legitimately a bad team. They, I mean, they, I don't even know what they're running. The, the, there's no offense. There's no movement. There's no cutting. There's no buckets. There's no easy shots. They're getting nothing. No looks. I mean, they look terrible. Now, I'll give you the Clippers have a really good team and a good defense. And, and you know, they got Kawhi, and that's all there is to it. But the fact is that the Warriors can't even get a shot off. I mean, they look like, I mean, atrocious, the turnovers. And in a, you should see them in a the timeout screaming and yelling at each other. I just saw Green screaming in the huddle. Uh, it's because they, they suck. It's just absolutely crazy. It's amazing how that guy just came out this week on that podcast, was talking about you know his part in the fight with Durant. It was all and, my fault. You know, that he screwed up and it ruined a relationship. And then still, four or five days later, turns around, he's yelling at other people in the huddle again. Like, the guy doesn't change. Well, he's never going to change. He, look at him. He's screaming and yelling at the refs, too. It doesn't matter. They're down 21. They don't even want to listen to him, but he's always in the middle of the refs. He's always screaming and yelling at refs. That guy has never, he's screaming and cussing right now. He's never changed. He's an idiot. I saw him tonight, too, pulling up from three, shooting air balls, too. He's uh, he's ass offensively. I don't care what anybody says. He's, He's ass. He's got no game. He's a great defender and rebounder and passer, and he can play. He's physical. I won't deny the guy can play. But, I mean, I'll give him an open, wide-open layup or, uh, you know, a little mid-range 12-footer. But I don't think he's got any game. I really don't. I'm amazed at the stat I just saw because we talked about how great a player he is. Kawhi Leonard has nine assists tonight, tied for his career high. Yeah, why pass the ball when you don't have to? All he does is score. 855-212-4CBS. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. So the Astros uh, are down two to the Nationals. They've won 18 of their last 20 games, including a record-tying eight in a row in the postseason. That's just crazy how hot they are. I mean, it's unbelievable. They took off a week, and they just kept rolling. And we heard a lot about how usually the team that sweeps in the LCS, they had been 1-7 in seven right. going into this, and, uh, you know, that week off sometimes cools you off in terms of being hot. And that has not happened with the Nats. And they've done something that the Yankees could not do in the ALCS, and that is beat up the Astro pitching, specifically when Colin Verlander, you know, came out of those games. Who has a better shot of the Astros of winning the World Series or me making it through the show without falling asleep? <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you. Maybe Astros. Did you see me in here? I was yawning. I'm, like, ready to bounce off the microphone. <laughs> Honestly, I don't even know what it is, man. It's I love Gunner. It's what? It's Gunner's fault. Uh, it's right. You I, have to get up to wake him up. 
That's right. Disrupted your sleep. So 34 C's out of town, as I mentioned, having sex with uh, uh, men she doesn't know, with her friends um, in Arizona in beautiful weather. I always know when they're lying to me when I say, because I know it's 85 and sunny and she's at a five-star resort spa, and I say, how's the pool? And she says, it's okay. I know it's that's when the lying starts, when they tell me it's just okay at the, you know, $1,000 a night spa. You know what I mean? You, you think the pool's average? <laughs> Do you think that? I said, what's going on there? She said, there's a, a, a doctor's convention. They're the... You know, those are the holiest people I know, doctors, with all their money and good looks, right? Don't most of the doctors, they're good-looking guys, like right out of GQ? We're probably having an orgy. Can you say that on the radio? I hope they're having fun. I really do. I packed a lot of weed in her bag. I'm just kidding. But I would have. I would have packed a lot of... I see the basketball stuck above the uh, basket in the Warriors game up on top of the basket. The ball is literally stuck on top of the basket. And they should just leave it there and go home because they're getting bent over and spanked and called Charlie. 92-68 Clippers. This is the worst game I have seen the Warriors play in, in a decade. Right? It, you have to admit, this is so bad. It is unbelievable. Alex in Brooklyn, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Maybe the Yankees should trade for Kyle Schwarber for left-handed hitting if they're getting rid of Gardner and they're not going to really have left-handed hitting. Well, I, listen, I won't deny that Kyle Schwarber uh, has been known to hit, but I, I got to tell you, I'm not. Yeah, I think he's just another hack in the outfield. I was just going to say, uh, I, he's, I think he's massively overrated. He had, to me, he had one good year with the Cubs, and they won the World Series, and then everybody bought into his shtick. And I just don't think he's that good, to be honest with you. Here's what the Yankees need I'd to rather, find. I'd, I'd rather not have him. Here's what they need to find. I wouldn't want him, would you? No. I wanted him a few years ago, but that's not what they need right now. What they need to find, and it's not going to be easy. I looked at the free agent list today. A guy that can play outfield. They're not finding – well, it's not a free agent, you know – the free agent outfielders are not great. Right. They need to find a guy in the outfield like what LeMahieu brought to them in the infield this year. Steady, gets it done, can play a little bit of everywhere. Would you trade again for McCutcheon? No, he's not going to. He's no, washed no, up? No, no, no. He's, def- and he's, he's with the Phillies. He's not. I don't even know. No, okay, well, who else? I'd have to look and see. That I think it's going to have to be via a trade, but they need to find somebody. That can kind of play all three outfield spots, be consistent at the plate for them. That's what they need to find. It's not easy. I know that. There you go. It's all very exciting. They don't need to go get the biggest bat. They got enough hacks to go up there and just strike out and hit home runs. Is there anything duller than that story about the Cowboys getting Michael Bennett? Honestly. Well, we knew he was going. The Patriots were going to get rid of him. That was set in motion when he started bellying. What's he going to do for them besides nothing? He'll, he'll, he'll be good for them. Is that right? Yeah, they need pass rushing help. They'll, they'll get him in there. and. What did he do for the Patriots? Well, the Patriots, they, you know, if you don't play their way, you don't play. So, so are there any major injuries that we should be concerned about this week going into the uh, NFL? Like, uh, I saw your boy Sam Darnold. He's had it all mono. Now he's had toenails removed. 
having some season. A C.J. Mosley's got a groin. He could miss the game. He's had that groin all year. He had the groin. He heard it in the Buffalo game and has been fighting it all year. All that money, and he's not going to play most of it. Uh, Steelers, Monday night, they play. Running back James Conner has a quad recepts. James Washington, a shoulder. Uh, but they're supposed to play coming off of the bye. Uh, they've also uh, got uh, T.J. Watt banged up. And they're already down a linebacker with uh, Chiquillo headed to the commissioner's exempt list after he had a fight with his uh, girlfriend that went public. That wasn't good. Wide receiver Will Fuller um, has got a really bad hammy. He's not going to play Sunday for the Texans. I'm just looking at some of these uh, uh, teams. Tight end Delaney Walker, biggest injury uh, question of the week for the Titans. He played only five snaps against the Chargers. He's got an ankle problem. He re-aggravated the ankle on Sunday. I wouldn't count on him. Defensive end Melvin Ingram returned to practice limited this week. He missed three games with a hamstring injury for the Chargers. <laughs> Rookie running back Josh Jacobs, questionable this weekend. Uh, a shoulder injury suffered in the first carry of the game at Green Bay. So, and then uh, the bye is the perfect time for the Cowboys. They were not sure about uh, Tyron Smith. Collins, the knee, Cooper, the quad, uh, Cobb, a back, Byron Jones, a hammy. I mean, they're the walking wounded. Zach Martin, a back and an ankle, Anthony Brown, a hammy, Vander Esch, a stinger, Robert Quinn, ribs. My God, hit the Percocet, son. Sterling Shepard wants to play, but he was limited in practice this week, uh, recovering from a concussion for the Giants. Does it matter if he plays or not? Honestly, they suck so bad. Does it matter? I mean, honestly, they might as well call up Carver High and me. We could go play. Deshaun Jackson is ramping up his on-field rehab work. He plays once every two months. I mean, who plays less, Deshaun Jackson or Giancarlo Stanton? I mean, honestly. Darius Slay, hamstring, uh, going to be a player to watch throughout the weekend for the Lions. He spent the whole week complaining about losing his teammate, and then, therefore, his hamstring started hurting. You know what I mean? Matt Ryan's ankle is a huge concern. If I were Dan Quinn, I'd be worried about real estate right now, selling his house. It's more important than worrying about the game this week that they're going to lose. I think that pretty much sums it up in terms of a Joe Staley left tackle. Uh, Niners could be a boon to their offense. Uh, he has an outside chance to return from his broken fibula against Carolina. I think that's going to be the game of the week. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. So it says here the uh, Vikings rip off their fourth straight win behind uh, Fish and Kirk Cousins, who... Uh, turned in a dominant performance, it says here, against his former team. Are you kidding me? Dominant. I mean. Well, because he was, what, 23 or 26? I guess, but they barely won the game. I mean, they, could, they couldn't handle Washington. They won 19-9. I mean, everybody else, they, they blow up. At the, you face one of the worst teams in the league and you can't uh, put any points on them? Dominate my ass. I mean, whatever. That may have been the dullest football game I've ever watched in my life. By the way, get on PharrellOnTheBench.com. I've been on 
fire hidden games. College football last week, 69%. NFL last week, 71% winners. All documented. Pharrellonthebench.com. Every play, every day, everything that's on the board. You get all sports. You name it, it's there. Baseball, boxing, MMA, hockey, hoops, everything. Football. Sign up. Hide the money from your wife. Otherwise, she'll take it to the desert with her friends and drink heavily and sleep with men they don't know. There you go. Uh, Don in Cleveland on the fan. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Pharrell? Can I get a shot of Maker's Mark, bro? Absolutely. Pharrell, the pub's opened up. We're pouring shots and everything. There you Thanks, go. Bro. Um, I just want to talk a little about the Warriors. Um, I know it's only one game, but I, I think they're in trouble even making the playoffs with with who they have. Uh going on right now i wanted your thoughts on that and uh that's about it buddy have a good well night. all right don i look there they look terrible so i they have a for the first time ever in a long time they have to literally go to the drawing board and figure out what their problem is here because they have uh literally they're in shambles they have no defense they have no offense they have no execution they have nobody cutting nobody moving nobody they're all just standing around looking at each other and they're getting blown out by a better team. And I think it is, you know, it's laid the groundwork for what they have to do. Hit, you know, hit it all back uh, to the drawing board and figure it out. I mean, it's obvious to me as well. You're going to see because he is literally in agony all night green. He has been rubbing that arm. He is messing with that elbow. He is injured. And this is not... You know, to me, that's a one-night thing. This this whole uh, arm thing tonight with his the the wrap around his arm. I think that you're going to see uh, Carver High in the coming days. Tomorrow, the uh, day after, you're going to see he's on a shelf. Something's wrong with his arm because he's not. It just is not. Oh, get a bruise and put a bandaid on it and go out and play. He is in agony. He's got something wrong with it. He's been he's been. Rubbing it and jiggling it and moving it and Just rolling it. Again now he moved his the arm whole night. He's been it's been driving him nuts. So there's something wrong with him, and he's injured. So when he leaves the lineup now, which I think is inevitable, I think he's going to be injured and out. And so once they figure out what's wrong with him, he's going to be out. I won't be surprised at all if he's out because he's been uh, all night long extremely bothered by it. And uh, the bottom line is they have D'Lo and Curry, and that's it. I mean, that team is, uh, they look like trash right now. So, I mean, this game's over. And, um, you know, whatever. They were down. It's it's 113.92. So, it's, it hasn't gotten any better. The, the Clippers are doing whatever they want against them. It's like run and gun. And it's showtime. So, uh, do I think they'll make the playoffs? I, I have no idea. If I were to guess right now, um, if I were to guess right now, I'd say no. But, I mean, they got a lot of smart people on that franchise. You know, Myers, all of them, uh, Kerr, I'm sure they're going to figure, uh, you know, figure out their problems and, and, you know, clean it up. Yeah, look, uh, I know I'm not just saying this because clearly I decided to bet the Warriors this year because I thought they were getting a little disrespected. I'm not going to go crazy about one game here. I know they look bad tonight. They look awful. They're getting run in their new, shiny new building. Just one night. There's 81 games left. Like, uh, they've got so much time to clean this up. And not only is there 81 games left, they're playing possibly the best team 
in their conference, in the NBA, whatever you right. want to say. They're they're possibly playing the best team. They're not used to what they're doing yet, having D'Lo out there, having all these couple new faces, Green being hurt. Them getting whacked tonight, I'm not going to say they're not making the playoffs or doing anything like that when there's so much time. To I got to tell you, to be honest with you, I'm stunned by it, but I'm refreshed by it. I'm sick and tired of them winning. Uh, you know, that dynasty, uh, that, that window's been open for – a long time, you know, six years now, whatever it is. I'm sick and tired of the Warriors. So I don't care if they lose every game they play. Seriously, I would love nothing more than to see them just fail miserably. 78% winning percentage since 2014-15. Uh, they, in 2015-16, they won 73 games. 2017 playoffs, they went 16 and won five finals, three championships. So you cannot disrespect their run. You can't say anything about how great they were. They were uh, the cat's ass. But and, and had a 3-1 lead in another NBA Finals besides that's right. that. They should have won four. But uh, tonight, they look like that window has shut completely. And, and I got to tell you, like, I don't, I don't see, like, uh, how they fix it, to be honest with you. With what? I mean, they don't, they don't have talent, so... Uh, they have very little talent, if you ask me. I mean, who's talented? D'Lo, Curry, Green. I mean, defensively Green, uh, not offensively. I know he has nights where he'll have a triple-double. I get it. He's a good passer for a big man, and he and he works his ass off on the glass. I don't think it's that hard to score 10 points in the NBA when you play as many minutes as he plays, right? He's bound to get 10 points. He's got to get five buckets or, you know— three or four buckets and a bunch of free throws. I mean, it's it's not that hard to score 10 points when you play the minutes that he plays. So, uh, but I, you know, these guys like Willie Cauley-Stein, Marquise Chris, you know, for the most part, they're bums. They don't, they don't matter. I don't even, I, their lineup's trash. Like, if you ask me, like, I'm sitting here watching it right now. Like, I got to look more in depth as to exactly who's on it. But, you know, like I said, Chris... Spellman, Paschal, uh, Evans, Poole, Lee. Who are these people? I mean, it's awful. Green, Looney, Robinson the third, Glenn Robinson the third. I didn't even see that he was on the team because uh, that's how bad he is. He had six points tonight. Curry's got 23. Russell, 19. Curry shot 8 of 20, 2 of 11 from 3. All they ever talk about is how great he is. 2 of 11 from 3 tonight. All they ever do is show him shooting threes, warming up. You know, pregame, shooting from the tunnel, shooting from half court. And then in the game, he goes 2 of 11. I won't deny the guy can play. I won't deny the guy can shoot threes like nobody's business. He's the best three in the league for sure, but not tonight. I mean, Russell hit 4 of 7 from downtown in this game. So, But that other team made them look silly, I got to tell you. And uh, Lou Williams just scored again. He's got 22. All he does is score. And he's perfect from the line. 11 of 11 from the line. Six dimes. I mean, uh, they're crazy. Kawhi with 21. He's barely had to work. He's only played 21 minutes. He's sitting. They let him take the rest of the night off. That's what they got to do to preserve him, right? Just let him. When you got the game in hand, take him out. There's no reason for him to play. But... Uh, Zubak has really impressed me. 16 points tonight, 10 boards and a dime, two block shots, four of five, all inside buckets, eight of nine from the line. Do you remember the Lakers gave up on him? 
Meanwhile, this guy's a rock star now for the Clippers. They love Zubak in the middle. They really do. And Patterson can play 20 points, 7 to 13 on the floor. He had six threes in the game. And I love Harold's game as well. 18 points, five boards, three dimes. A little sloppy with six turnovers, but he can flat out play. Harold, eight of nine from the floor as well. I mean, that's some high percentage shooting. That's just all there is to it. 855-212-4227. So we all know the deal. Notre Dame, Auburn, and Wisconsin face what a lot of people deem must-win road games. Notre Dame in Ann Arbor against uh, Michigan and uh Auburn's finishing a stretch during which it'll uh, have been on the road for four of five games. So uh, they've got uh, Georgia and Alabama still looming in the regular season. But uh, here's the deal. Auburn travels to LSU where it's lost the last nine games over a span of 20 years. And Wisconsin is playing in Columbus against Ohio State. And after coming off the loss to Illinois, the biggest upset in the sport uh, this year, to have to wake up and prepare the next week, this week, for Ohio State has got to be a brutal task. Uh, These teams can't afford to lose again, right? I mean, bottom line, uh, Notre Dame, how do you think they do in Ann Arbor against this Michigan team? Anyone can play well against Michigan, it appears. It'll be a tough game, absolutely. Hopefully they can pull it out at the end. It's a tough road going in, going in there on uh, Saturday night. Uh, but the for the Irish to keep their very slim hopes alive, like that thing is saying there, they need to win out. Uh, of all the, uh, of those three teams, Notre Dame's had the best chance. Of, of Auburn going to well, LSU because and this Wisconsin. Is, this is really, you know, beating Michigan is the, you know, the one big hurdle left for the Irish this year. The rest of their games um, are winnable games, whereas – Wisconsin's got to play a couple tougher games. You just talked about Auburn. I mean, honestly, Auburn, they got to play LSU, Georgia, and Alabama. You know, they got to play all three of them. So you could just you could put them on the it outside. It says Notre right Dame. Now. Notre Dame has a twelve percent chance of making a playoff. If they lose this game to Michigan, they have a zero point two percent. They'll, have, they'll yeah. have two losses. They'll be out. When you have two losses, you're done. You're done. You're not in it anymore. Now they're probably not in it even with one, but. The reason what would keep them if they ran the table is if they could get some other teams to get, you know, knocked off. They'd be back in the mix. Wisconsin would have to run the tables to get in it. Yeah, and and beating Ohio State would help that. But Ohio State and Penn State uh, meet in Columbus on November 23rd. And if the Buckeyes win and they both finish with one loss, Ohio State would win the East because of the head-to-head result. So that's all happening, too. Auburn, uh, LSU. LSU enters the game with a 46% chance to reach the playoff. Fifth best of any school. And uh, Auburn still controls its playoff host with three games remaining against top 10 teams. In 2017, the Tigers lost to both Clemson and LSU, but beat uh, the selection committee's top two teams, Alabama and Georgia, in the regular season. So if LSU loses, its chances of making the playoff drop to 17%. And it makes the November 9th trip to Alabama even bigger. So I just can't wait for that game. That's all I know. You think LSU can uh, beat Alabama finally or it, with that backup? Or do you think Tua will be back by then? If Tua is back by then, Alabama will win the game. 
And the game's in Tuscaloosa. Probably win the game even if he doesn't play. The game's in Tuscaloosa? That I, I think it I'm is. Not sure. Probably. Isn't it always in Tuscaloosa? <laughs> I think they play all their games in Tuscaloosa. They beat him every year. Does it matter? I honestly, Alabama beat Tuscaloosa. But didn't yeah, they beat him 28 nothing last year? Alabama did, yeah. Yeah. They beat him every year. They beat everyone every year. Except Clemson. Uh, I... I think that uh, Alabama could beat the Warriors tonight, actually, on the road. They could beat them at the new Chase Center. Brand-new arena opened up with a big, fat, stinking L. They're down 127-104. How humiliating. And there's still six minutes left to keep bending over. I mean, honestly, they got a sunburn on their ass. They're getting spanked so bad. 855-212-4CBS to get on the bench. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road, any road, the steeper the better. Because my all new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.